Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research team. At the BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I'm Kirti Sanagasetti, Research Analyst. 2021 has been a great year for equity markets underpinned by fiscal and monetary stimulus. Now, there are concerns whether inflation, which is the potential after effect of stimulus, will follow and how this will impact the stock market returns for 2022. It is well understood that inflation can be caused by demand pool and supply side factors. But what about the effect of inflation expectations? How does this help us understand how things may play out in the year 2022? To explain all these, we have with us Hari Vishwanath, Chief Research Analyst from the BL Research Bureau. Hi, Hari. Hi, Kirti. So, Hari, we all understand excess demand leads to rise in prices. Now, we are seeing inflation is also caused by supply-side disruptions due to the pandemic. What is the role of inflation expectations in causing inflation? Yes, Kirti. So, uh, inflation expectation means the expectations people have on inflation going forward. It is basically your expectation of price rise in the future. It's in a way similar to the fear of missing out or FOMO as we call it when it comes to stocks. People jump in to buy stocks when they believe it will go up and don't want to miss the opportunity. Similarly, if you believe prices are going to go up, you will advance your purchases uh, because you will get into a view, point of view that if you delay your purchase, you'll have to end up spending more. So you might as well buy now. Companies will also increase prices knowing that you will be buying. This in effect becomes a vicious cycle with inflation feeding on itself. As this progresses, workers will demand more pay as they would be experiencing inflation themselves and noticing companies are also increasing prices. So this can end up becoming a spiral of higher prices. Interesting. So is this somewhat similar to behavioral finance and investing and how that impacts stock prices? Yes. A lot in economics has to do with behavioral finance, how people respond, which is why it is not a perfect science, like let's say physics or uh, chemistry, right? So a lot has to do with people's behavior and response to multiple things. For example, to buy a stock, if you think it will go up tomorrow, you will confidently step in. So is the case when it comes to goods and uh, uh, purchase of goods. In fact, recently there was an interesting news that used cars, which are supposed to be depreciating assets, have gone up more in prices than the broader stock indices in the US. Uh, so if one were to deem used cars as an asset class, they have, been one, they have been one of the best performing asset classes. Now that's pretty strange, right? I mean, cars depreciate. Cars depreciate from, from the minute you taken it from the showroom to your home. But this time used cars are appreciating and they're outperforming stocks. While you could say that part of this is caused by supply side shocks with chip shortages impacting uh, production of new cars. Uh, there are also other factors to this. People are buying now because they don't want to pay more for a used car tomorrow. Then there is the role of speculators in this. Some speculators, when they know that the prices are going up, they will jump in to flip the cars for a profit uh, sometime down the line. So all these play an impact in uh, inflation. So this is just one example of how people's expectations can impact prices and uh, kind of accentuate it. 
Oh my God, truly unbelievable, Hari. <laughs> but uh, I'm wondering how do these things play out generally? Central banks have a very crucial role to play here. They undertake the task of anchoring inflation expectations. However, if there are policy missteps at their end, inflation expectations will get unanchored. This is what happened in the US during the decade of 1970s. In fact, they referred to the inflation during that period as the great inflation. And uh, that was a period where the US endured stagflation, which was uh, uh, periods of uh, either recessions or low growth combined with high inflation. So it went on for such a long time. People believed inflation will continue to remain. And uh, it was finally fixed with what is known as the Walker shock. The newly appointed central banker of that time, Paul Walker, he took strong steps to anchor inflation expectations, which had gone out of hand. So what he did uh, was that he, he increased the Fed funds rate to a massive 20%. Uh, to understand how significant it was, the current Fed funds target rate is between 0 and 0 0.25. So imagine how high the central bank rate was then. But this uh, Walker shock worked. Although it caused a recession because of the extremely high interest rates, it finally changed people's inflation expectations to believing that price rise will be under control. So the central bank started anchoring people's inflation expectations with the Walker shock. And then once this got fixed, the US went through a period of nice growth with low inflation. So this is just one example of how important it is for the central banks to anchor inflation expectations. Interesting that, you know, the US had an interest rate of uh, 20 percentage. I mean, we've hardly seen their central bank rates move beyond 2% since the financial crisis, right? Yes. Tell me, how does this concept of anchoring inflation work? If people believe central banks can keep inflation under control, they'd be willing to overlook short bouts of inflation and not buy in advance, right? Stock markets also would not be worried over inflation like they've ignored inflation concerns in the last few months, right? Yes, you're perfectly right. Uh, if markets have confidence that central banks have it under control, uh, they would uh, be willing to ignore uh, short-term bouts of inflation beyond comfort zones. In fact, this is precisely what has happened. Although the US in December had the highest inflation in over 39 years, uh, the markets didn't uh, react much to it. As of now, they believe uh, that the central bank has it under control. And uh, so as long, so basically, till now, the central bank has people's inflation expectation anchored to some extent. But if at any point in time, if markets lose confidence in central bank's ability to anchor inflation, it will impact markets and people's buying decisions. Like if you recollect, the period of subpar stock market returns in India between 2010 and 13 coincided with periods of high inflation. Initially, the market didn't react much in late 2010 and early 2011 when inflation was above comfort zone. But then when it persisted, the confidence was lost and the market's investors uh, kind of got cautious when it came to stocks. So that's another example. Thank you, Hari, for all of these interesting insights. That's all from us listeners. Stay tuned for more such interesting explainers.